Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to the New Books Network. Welcome back to uh, New Books in Indian Religions, um, a podcast here on New Books Network. I'm your host, Dr. Raj Balkron. More importantly, I have two special guests for you today talking about a very important new initiative. Um, Today, we'll be learning about uh, an organization called the Canadian South Asian Studies Association, CSASA. And uh, and, uh, to educate us on this topic, I have with me today um, uh, Dr. Julie Vig of York University and Dr. Andrea Pinckney of McGill University. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Hi. So, Andrea, what is this Canadian South Asian Studies Association? I imagine it's not a misnomer, so we can probably guess what it is, but tell us a bit more about what this is. Uh, okay, thank you, Raj. So um, we 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 call it CSASA um, as a short form, uh, and so uh, it's it's an association which is affiliated with the Federation for Social Science and Humanities. So it's a registered nonprofit scholarly association, um, and uh, it represents a uh, Canadian organization which has been talked about for a long time amongst those of us who study South Asia but work in Canada and have been going for years to American-based conferences. And so basically there was a sense that, you know, going to these American conferences is of course, you know, kind of, you know, essential scholarly activity, but that attending these doesn't really help us get our Canadian funding networks activated and, um, uh, leverage resources at Canadian universities, uh, you know, as optimally as it could. Um, and so uh, uh, there was this discussion uh, initiated by Professor Ann Murphy of uh, University of British Columbia back in about 2018 to launch an association or, well, I, I shouldn't be too hasty about that, to have a sort of investigative workshop to see if others wanted to go in an organization and so, so yeah, so that, that, that's, that's basically what it is. So this is a brand new initiative. It seems uh, three, four years in the making, um, um, auspiciously um, um, coming into being this year, sort of um, during our COVID off-ramp, um, fingers crossed. What would you say is the primary uh, purpose or mission of the, of the association? Uh, so CSASA is, okay, so the primary purpose really is to provide a national network for those of us working on South Asian studies, sort of globally conceived. And so, of course, our focus is on, you know, being and working in Canada, studying the South Asian diaspora in Canada and globally, and sort of trying to take advantage of, of both of those um, uh, subjectivities, I guess. Um, and so the purpose really is to, you know, for the first time, provide a platform for us to come together annually. Uh, and so in that way, you know, the, the virtual meeting at Congress this year will be um, 
you know, I, I love the way you call it a COVID off-ramp. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the COVID circumstances of this year's meeting, I think, will be really actually quite beneficial in allowing uh, many scholars who might not normally be able to travel to the Congress uh, to come together this year. But I mean, we'll talk about the program in more detail coming up. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this meeting. And um, I've, I've joked, at least to myself, I'm not sure if I said it out loud that, you know, public education is really important to me between the podcast and continuing studies and all that. Um, but what I say to myself is that really what I mean by that is I'm getting an education in public. <laughs> I'm learning <laughs> about many a thing. So listen, is this association... Um, um, geared to those particularly involved in um, South Asian diaspora? Or is it uh, any sort of South Asian studies? Yeah, so, okay, so I guess I, I have also kind of a follow-up thought on the, the sort of purpose. And so, so because we're linked, because we're, we're, we're um, affiliated as a, a, a National Scholarly Association with the Federation for Social Sciences and Humanities, the primary activity is this meeting of Congress, but this year will be the first uh, actual meeting that we've been able to put together because of the uh, circumstances of COVID. And so we're really looking forward to meeting our members for the first time as an association and figuring out what purpose will suit everyone and what kinds of activities we can develop that will be beneficial to, to our membership. Um, and so, yeah, so I guess, you know, our, our main purpose, of course, is to meet, you know, to have an annual meeting, to run a business meeting, to uh, be able to present uh, a scholarly program, um, you know, based on peer reviewed submissions from everybody. Um, but at the same time, we have all kinds of ideas about, you know, creating a fund to be able to help uh, colleagues attend Congress, you know, on a need based um, uh, application process. Um, you know, maybe to have some kind of an accelerator uh, for um, junior colleagues, uh, you know, who are interested in um, uh, presenting their work uh, on a national platform and, you know, sort of pairing them with mentors. Uh, and we're also really interested in taking suggestions, of course, from our membership to see what kind of things would help people. How can we leverage our resources studying South Asia broadly conceived from a Canadian perspective? And those members, would they be scholars of South Asia who are living and working in Canada, who have Canadian citizenship, or how would that be defined? Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so for at the moment, so this year, um, the association is open to um, Canadian um, scholars uh, working on any aspect of South Asia and also to colleagues working on South Asia outside of Canada. But we are, um, we are hoping to extend the net of our membership to uh, international colleagues um, next year for perhaps the, the Congress that will uh, be held at York. Um, and I think we will have this discussion at the business meeting on May 12. And uh, once we have a chance to talk to the members and um, so there will be a, it's, it's an ongoing conversation at the moment. So Julie, what's your role currently? Oh, <laughs> so I, uh, so Andrea um, uh, invited me to join last year. I think it was in January or February, 2021 to, um, to act as a, as a, as a, 
like a acting chair for the first uh, Congress that didn't um, didn't take place in 2021. So we've been discussing since then. Um, but uh, I am I have an official role of, of president this year since um, since January 2022, and so um, so I'm working very closely with Andrea. Um, we're in organizing the this year um, conference for now. So now we are really um, deep into the organization work, and after May 12, we will um, we will work on other um, other events. Um, Andrea mentioned the accelerator for uh, junior scholars and graduate students. So one thing we hope to be for um, for junior scholars. Uh, in the coming years is a place to to network an accessible place to to network um, for junior uh, scholars and, and and PhD students and graduate you know, students. you know in my podcasting role I you know I reach out to uh, authors about their books or things come on my radar that seem to be a good fit to publicize initiatives developments such as this so I was you know, this conversation uh, was tagged in my brain as in, I'm hosting a podcast. But the more I hear you speak, and it may be ridiculous that I'm only coming to this conclusion now, I'm like, this very much affects me personally, <laughs> being a scholar of South Asia, Amazing. living and working yes. in, in Canada. And so maybe we should speak at some point because um, rumor has it that um, uh, coordination and administration is something that um i may enjoy so <laughs> we'll see if we need further oh, assistance wow. we'll okay that would be that. incredible well so yeah basically we, we we had an interim steering committee for the first year or so and so that was myself uh ann murphy from ubc ajay rao from university of toronto uh sandeep saha from uh athabasca university and karen ruffle from u of t and so you know we were just trying to Kind of you know keep the momentum alive from this uh, amazing connection grant funded activity that Anne had put together in 2019. So that was in June 2019, um, and then uh, yeah, like literally, I went to the Bank of Montreal here in Montreal to open a community bank account to you know for our nonprofit. It was one of the first things where I had to go in with a mask on, you know, like in March 2020, and so I opened the bank account, and then everything as you all know, sort of the, the house of cards collapsed. Um, and so since then, uh, the five of us have been on this interim steering committee, you know, trying to, you know, we, we have a listserv um, for, for CSAS, and maybe I can mention that in a few minutes. Uh, and then um, we were seeking, uh, you know, people who would be interested in taking on a proper leadership role. And so Julie, uh, we're so grateful, um, responded to this call, and we're so happy that she is our inaugural president. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. And Julie just shared with us her role with the, the organization. And um, Andrea, what do you do primarily? Well, uh, officially, I guess I'm a the vice president um, and a treasurer uh, and um, many hats. Uh, and then also, um, uh, Julie and I have been working with Sloan Geddes and um, uh, Tim Lorndale. So the four of us this year have been on the Congress Organizing Committee. So um, so I guess those are the three things. And so as vice president, you know, I want to support Julie and her initiatives and, you know, be a sounding board to whatever we, you know, can, can dream up for um, proposing to members, um, communicating with members, um, 
uh, as treasurer, I guess, uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, I, I'm trying to manage the community bank account and, you know, deal with payments, uh, not my strong suit, but, you know, uh, always a learning curve. And then uh, in the last four or five months, I guess, the, the Congress meeting has a really long um, arc of development, shall we say. And so there's a long planning cycle. So we have been fielding many emails from many Congress organizers for months. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so, so, so in the current year, um, uh, the last sort of the, the last three or four months has been really taken up with, you know, trying to put together the Congress meeting for the first time and liaising with the Federation representatives. Mm-hmm. So and the then- Congress, what is this? Sorry, Julie, please go on. No, no, no. I think I think in a way this year is 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 at least I, I can speak for me. It's like training into organizing a conference within the Congress structure, uh, which is um, there are way more steps than I had imagined. Uh, and so it will make it easier. And um, next year when the Congress is uh, when the conference in, is in person in Toronto. Yeah, it's unassuming how much goes in behind the scenes for in any organization and uh, for any event. There's tons that goes in behind the scenes. Um, Congress, what is this Congress of which you speak? The, <laughs> do you want to? Sure. Okay. So, uh, so to be very honest, uh, so I moved to Canada in 2013 and uh and, and had been, you know, sort of, I was based in Singapore, I was based in the United States before that. And so um, I was very much hooked into the, you know, either, I don't know, how should I say, like, like international or, you know, American dominated conference circuit. Um, and so moving to Canada, uh, one of the first things I had to learn about was the Congress. And so the Congress is an annual meeting, it bills itself as the largest gathering of academics in Canada. Uh, and it is um, put on yearly by the Federation for Social Sciences and Humanities. And so this was, uh, you know, sort of all new to me. And, uh, uh, I, you know, now that I've been in Canada for, you know, nine years uh, working at McGill, um, it, it's, uh, it's clear that, uh, you know, uh, uh, con- indeed, Congress is the biggest sort of, you know, thing happening academically and intellectually from a Canadian scholarly perspective. And so, um uh, so, you know, ha- having some kind of a South Asia studies presence there seemed that, uh, you know, it would be desirable to have a formal platform, uh, a way for us to connect. Um, and, uh, you know, th- there's, you know, as Julie has very diplomatically put it, there are m- more steps than are even imaginable in, you know, liaising with Federation to get this thing going. Um, but it's, it, it's, you know, the, that's the sort of, you know, like the legwork that's necessary for this. But the, of course, real positive side of it is that we do have, you know, a seat at that very, you know, sort of high level national table where we can, you know, be part of this, um, you know, long running organization. You know, there are some, you know, 300 scholarly associations and now, you know, we are there alongside them as the Canadian South Asian Studies Association. Um, and so our... Uh, one day program this year will be on May 12th and uh, we'll have, um, uh, you know, a pretty full program with, uh, uh, and of course this year it's run on Zoom. So there'll be two simultaneous Zoom rooms going all day along with the third Zoom room uh, that will be available for colleagues to drop in um, and network in. Um, And so, yeah, we can talk about the details of the draft program so far. Yeah, Julie, go, yeah. 
Go ahead. Oh, one more thing I want to add is that the federation is uh, bilingual, um, is in French and English, and this is something we're working towards for the in the future. Um, we want the association to be um, to be a place where we create bridges between um, French and English Canada. Uh, so we have um, in the Université de Montréal and Université du Québec à Montréal. Um, which host many scholars of South Asia. And so we want the association to be a place where we can connect um, with um, Francophone colleagues. And, um, and, and so this year, unfortunately, we don't have um, any papers in French, but this is something we are, uh, we are really working hard to, to, to make, it, um, make it happen in the future years. So for this year, the lineup for the conference has been established. Do you want to say a little bit about the lineup? Yes, absolutely. So um, as Andrea mentioned, we have we will have two simultaneous uh, Zoom rooms. Um, and so we have our, our first panel that is um, dealing with um, time, uh, past and present. And so we have, um, I don't know if you should I should I mention a few, a few, um, a few talks and scholars um yeah sure as you'd like yeah. mention some names okay. if you like why not yeah 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 so um so the day will start at 9 30 and um uh, we have um i mean andrea is presenting um oh, i really look forward to uh to hearing this paper uh paper on cartography and pilgrimage in the western himalayas and then Anne murphy from ubc will also present um oh. Um, a paper on um, on uh, Bai Vir Singh, which is a, um, a poet, a colonial poet from the Punjab, and we have uh, Mukti Patel and uh, Lina Taneja in the first panel, who are working on on various aspects dealing with time. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Andrea, do you want to? <laughs> to um, is that too much details or? No, you're that's, fine. I think. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. There's um, um, audience is very much interested in. in oh, wonderful! Okay, so so in this and so second, feel yeah. feel free to mention the the names and the topics. Perfect. So we have a um, at the same time at nine thirty in Zoom uh, in the second Zoom room. We will have uh, four paper. Um, the first one is from Elliot Montpellier, uh, working on Pakistani TV dramas, and then we'll have a paper from Ryan De Sousa uh, from Chatham University, uh, working on. I'm very curious about this paper. Uh, working uh, on. Um, uh, presenting a paper at the intersection of quantum physics and Sufism. So, um, so it will be interesting. And then on this panel, we have Michel Folk uh, working on, um, on memory um, in uh, colonial uh, narratives on India. And, and I think it's on Saskatchewan, if I remember the abstract well. And then uh, we have a, a paper from Sananda Sahu from Western University um, titled Nonsensical Tweets, um, Negotiating Agency Through Misnaming. So um, that's that these two panels constitute our morning, and then we'll have our business meeting, which will be really great. I look forward to discussing with the interim committee. And um, in the afternoon, um, there's only one, is there a second Zoom room? Yes, there will be a two simultaneous session also in the afternoon. The first session uh, will start at um, 1.30 um, and it's called Reading Between the Lines in South Asian Literatures. And we have four panels. Um, the first one is from Jesse Pruitt from the University of Toronto. And um, Jesse will present a paper 
titled Childhood's Hand and uh, Ramalinga Swamigal Reappraisal of the Devotion of Youth. And then Tim Lorndale will present on um, um, a paper on inscriptions um, and um, in, um, in uh, sorry, um, I think it's on uh, Canada sources, if I remember correctly. Exactly, yes. Yeah. The- yeah, we're so happy to have an epigraphy paper. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then we have a, a, a really, um, I was really um, uh, excited about this abstract from Gal uh, Guili from Miguel University on Chakuntala in modern China. So this will be uh, really wonderful. And the fourth paper is from Mira uh, Kachru from Miguel University um, presenting um, a paper on a mid-century mantra from the Guhananda Mandali. Um, so that's... Sri, Sri Vidya, also really looking forward to that one too. Yes. Um, and then the last paper of the afternoon, the last panel um, is... No, it's not the last panel. It's the last panel of um, the second Zoom room. Um, is um, composed of uh, Tanya Dasgupta and uh, Suganda Nakpal, and they will present a paper on um, titled The Resilience of Punjabi Migration and Mobility During the Pandemic. And then it will be followed by a paper from Bidushi Sadika from Western University, um, entitled Darker Skinned and Unmarriageable Experiencing and Coping with Shadism among, uh, among South Asian Women in Canada. And then uh, we will have a paper from uh, Alamgir Usain on um, on the Eastern coastal uh, salt culture uh, in um, in Bangladesh. This will be very um, interesting. And the last paper of this panel will be from Aditya Bhattacharji uh, from uh, UPenn. And um, it's on uh, the Thai diaspora. So uh, the, the, the paper, the title is An Elephant Amid Rice Fields, Ganesha's Thai uh, Diaspora. And then um, we have one more panel at 4 p.m. Of course, everything is on our website. Um, yeah, and just for those of you listening, <laughs> for those of you listening, the, the link to the descriptions will be in the podcast notes as well. If you prefer to follow along, feel free. But Julia, please continue. For those who are just listening and not, not reading along, what is the last panel? Perfect. Um, so we have a last panel uh, entitled Exploring South Asian Food, food Culture in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, the first paper is from Shelley uh, Boyd, and uh, the title is Recipes for Reading Drama, Mixing uh, Genres in a Brimful of Asha. And we have another paper from Asma Sayed and Jacqueline Walker from Kwantlen Polytechnic University called Biryani Putin and Halal Burgers, the Poetics and Politics of Food in Uzma Jalaluddin's Hana Khan Carries On. And the third paper of this panel is from Samina Siddiqui from UBC, um, titled uh, Culinary Politics, Farmers, Protest, and Diaspora Arts. And then the final paper is on uh, Goan uh, food culture. So it's from Akil uh, Isan. Uh, and the title, the full title is I'm Goan uh, before I eat, uh, because I eat Goan food, a critical look at the history of Goan Canadians. And then we will end the day um, with um, a roundtable uh, titled The Jigsa Puzzle of Indudva. Um, and the roundtable is composed of Arshita uh, Yalamarti from York University, um, Sabika Zaidi 
uh, Arpita Bajpal and Yasir Hamid. Um, they're all from uh, York University. And then throughout the day, we will have a networking lounge, which will be um, uh, like another Zoom room where people can just um, meet and uh, have I don't know, casual conversations about um, about the, the conference and other aspects. So so the con- the entire conference is online, is that correct? Yes, yes. And so can anyone attend? No, you have to be registered. You need to, um, to be registered at Congress. And um, you also need to, um, to, be, um, to have registered to the, uh, the association's conference. So there are two steps. Okay, so it's folks who are registered with conference, correct? Yes, yes. Excellent. Um, what, what is your, uh, how do I put this? What is your hope? Like, what is your hope? What do you hope will come out of this initiative? Uh, so many hopes. Um, I guess. Um, Only your hopes and dreams, Andrea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it was just, uh, you know, th- this event that Anne Murphy organized in Vancouver in 2019, it was just such a uh, wonderful experience to meet colleagues working on all different kinds of fields in South Asian studies. And so there were, uh, there's a colleague from UBC who was doing like kind of like, like ethnography and villages in South India, uh, having to do with kind of like social outcomes. I mean, it wasn't like an arts-based thing at all, but they were using ethnographic method. And, and I had, I just found it, I was so taken by that paper and the way that it was able to apply ethnographic method in a way that, you know, was sort of, you know, strange and familiar at the same time to me. And there was another paper um, by a colleague working on nuclear power in South Asia and can, comparing this with, you know, the, the, the Canadian nuclear in, industry. And it was fascinating. I learned so much from that presentation. And so I, I hope that this association can provide a way for colleagues who are interested in South Asian Canada to come together in a way that that you know has has never you know really um, you know sort of you know fully taken off before. I should mention too, there is an older history to this. Um, so I want to say in the in the in the 1990s, I believe Mathieu Boisvert from UCAM um, began uh, a similar kind of association. And so I, I, it had some activities, you know, but this is long before my time. So I don't want to, um, uh, you know, mischaracterize it. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to this. You know, this is not the first time that we have tried to have some kind of South Asia plus Canada plus association configuration. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, this time that we are, you know, um, how can I say, you know, I mean, the, the downside of being associated with Congress is that, uh, you know, our program uh, as Julie mentioned, is a kind of conference within a conference. And so it's not open access. You know, we would love for the whole world who's interested to be able to uh, connect with, with the colleagues representing. Um, and so in that way, you know, we're, we are um, you know, presenting the scholarly program within the auspices of Congress. Um, and so, you know, my, my, my hope, though, is that, you know, being affiliated with this national organization will give our association and this collective of colleagues, a stable platform to, you know, unite our resources, you know, and bring together our ideas in a way that will um, uh, uh, be mutually beneficial, help to advance the field. Um, And I think also to, um, you know, train an eye on the 
you know, the, the real um, uh, critical need to understand the Canadian South Asian diaspora. So this is such a huge part of Canada's history and sociology and our, you know, our present. And, and so the, the, the idea that, you know, this, you know, vital part of Canadian society is so underrepresented at the Federation table, you know, I really hope that our association can help in a small way, you know, to put that in a, on a stronger footing and in a better direction. Sounds like noble aims all around. Julia, was there something that you wanted to add? Yes, I think I want, want to add that one of my hope is that um, the association is a space where um, is an accessible space for um, perhaps students who don't necessarily um, have access to uh, the the, the, the associations in the United States, it's, it's very expensive to travel to Madison, to travel to, um, to the AAR, to be even accepted and to be part of a, a wider network. So my hope is that the association is, um, is, is accessible and, and we're working towards making it accessible to, um, 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 Andrea mentioned that we will uh, work on building a fund for, um, for, people who are in need um financial need and then the the, the membership is already uh free for um black and indigenous um, um students and, and scholars so um this is my hope that um, accessibility is, is is my hope for for the future yeah, fantastic maybe just to add on to that so you know we we have this you know mandate to be part of congress every year but i hope also that our association will grow beyond congress basically because congress is kind of i mean it's a paywalled thing it's expensive and it has its own accessibility issues which i have to say writing to them they've been very generous about bending so you know they are really trying to um you know obviously have a uh, uh, an operation that is, you know, financially sustainable, but at the same time, they've been uh, very flexible about um, uh, being uh, extending inclusive in, inclus inclusivity as much as they can. But yeah, I mean, just running a Congress program is kind of just the beginning, you know, and I hope that our members can help to, in, you know, add ideas and, you know, let us know ways in which the Congress, in which our association can serve the community. Um, and so, you know, the, the Congress will be a first step in, in fact-finding, information-finding um, to, to know from our members, what, what, do, what do you want? What do you need? How can we help? Um, how can this national platform benefit us all? Um, and hopefully then, you know, grow well beyond just this annual meeting, uh, as Julie mentioned. Well, it's clearly in, its, uh, in an embryonic phase, if you will. And so we, as a community of scholars, um, will co-create it based on, uh, based on leadership, based on needs, based on communications. You know, there are a lot of variables, but I certainly see lots of wonderful ingredients on the counter. And I think with a little bit of elbow grease, it'll be a wonderful meal in time. Um, so for those of you listening, uh, we've been talking about this a brand new initiative, the Canadian South Asian Studies Association. Uh, there is, for those who are affiliated with, con with Congress, there is a conference um, fast approaching on uh, in the timeless time of podcast land, maybe in your past or in your future, but it's on May the 12th, 2022. All information will be in the podcast notes. Beyond the beyond attendance at the conference, is there any sort of um, call to action or ways in which people can connect or contribute or support 
the association. Perhaps I think the first step would be to join uh, the listserv. Um, and so that's, um, and uh, to become a member. And um, so the listserv is really a, a first step to follow uh, the activities. And then we will, um, we will publish call for, um, I don't know, we will uh, organize meetings or we can have conversation on what's next after the, this year's Congress. Excellent. Okay, so I'll leave notes in the podcast notes about joining the listserv. That's an excellent call to action. Um, is there anything else about the association that you wanted to touch on today? Uh, I guess just to be very precise, um, our uh, our logo is CSASA, but we're trying to really expand this to become CSASA Accessa. So it's the Canadian South Asian Studies Association Association. Canadian d'études sud-asiatiques. I should have asked Julie to pronounce that. <laughs> so yes, it's Isasa <laughs> Accessa. Yeah, um, and so you know our, our you know our nonprofit incorporation, our um, affiliation with Congress, everything is you know put under the terms of CSASA because when we launched this in 2019, uh, we unfortunately had no bilingual capacity. But with Julie assuming the presidency, now we do, and so we really want to. Um, uh, uh, you know, yeah, you know, link in with our francophone colleagues, um, both in Quebec and internationally would be wonderful. Great. Well, thank you very much for appearing on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having us. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Right. For those listening, um, you've just learned of a new development <laughs> in the field of Indian religions. Um, uh, one of many, I imagine, and we look forward to hearing how the association develops uh, in coming years. For sure, we'll have these guests back on the podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, take care, um, and keep listening and keep contemplating uh, the importance of such uh, scholarly associations. <laughs> take care. <laughs>